This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. U.S. corn and rice targeted for EU retaliation. Senators want to chat biofuels with President Trump. And U.S. and U.K. ramp up talks. U.S. corn and rice targeted for EU retaliation. The European Union on Friday taking a major step forward in preparing to retaliate against the U.S. if it follows through with tariffs on imported steel and aluminum. The EU released a 10-page list of potential targets for retaliation at a chock-full of agriculture goods, including corn, both long- and short-grain rice, kidney beans, peanut butter, cranberries, orange juice, and tobacco. And the EU would be placing very stiff tariffs on a long list of products, according to the EU Commission, as they spoke with AgriPulse. The short-term vision of the retaliation plan would slap tariffs worth about $2.3 billion, and the long-term version would put $5.2 billion worth of taxes on U.S. imports. For extra leverage, many of the U.S. goods come from the home states of U.S. political leaders. For example, Kentucky bourbon is targeted from Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's home state and cranberries from House Speaker Paul Ryan's Wisconsin. The list is far from final, though. EU countries and industries have been invited to give feedback on which U.S. commodities should be hit the hardest. The European Commission announced that it wants any views and information they consider relevant to EU economic interests affected by the announced U.S. measures or to products which could be subject to possible EU commercial policy measures in response, as well as any other relevant input. U.S. ag commodities and ag-based products like textile fabrics are the top of the retaliatory list, and that comes as no surprise to USA Rice Federation Chief Operating Officer Bob Cummings. He said U.S. agriculture exports are an easy target for retaliation, and affected countries could adopt the U.S. national security argument and restrict farm imports in response. Cummings says the consequence of protectionism, rarely good for U.S. agriculture. Time for tariff exemption negotiations running out. Friday's when the Trump administration is set to enact the 25% tariff on steel imports and 10% tariff on aluminum. So you can expect a flurry of negotiations as trading partners like South Korea, Japan, Brazil, and the European Union seek deals to get exemptions. European Commission officials tell AgriPulse that EU Trade Commissioner Cecilia Malmstrom will be in Washington this week for meetings with U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. But first, she'll meet with the European Steel Association to discuss the harm that new U.S. tariffs could do. The U.S. tariffs aren't just a threat because they'd impact European exports. The new import taxes are expected to drive more steel from Asia and South American countries to the European market, pushing down domestic prices there. There could be a surge of steel or aluminum imports into the EU following U.S. tariffs. That according to the European Steel Association in a tweet on Friday. Five senators want to chat biofuels with President Trump. Five Midwestern Republicans say that President Donald Trump should not be considering changes that could harm the renewable fuel standard, and they want to give him that message in person. Senators Blunt, Ernst, Fisher, Grassley, and Thune sent Trump a letter late last week asking for a meeting, quote, at your earliest convenience to talk biofuels before Trump makes any changes to existing policy. The senators are concerned that the administration might act in a way that would lead to a cap on the price of biofuel credits or lower demand for renewable fuels. 
Trump's trade agenda gets spotlight at a hearing this week. President Donald Trump's top international trade official, Robert Lighthizer, will be the sole witness at a Wednesday hearing of the House Ways and Means Committee on the administration's effort to rewrite NAFTA, curtail steel and aluminum imports through tariffs, and other tactics to reshape the U.S. trade agenda. One of the goals expressed by Chairman Kevin Brady, a Republican of Texas, is ensuring that the president's recently announced steel and aluminum tariffs are targeted to address national security and unfair trade while not harming other sectors of our economy. That's also a major concern for the U.S. ag sector, much of which fears retaliation by countries like China, which imports massive amounts of soybeans, pork, and sorghum. U.S. and U.K. ramp up trade talks. It's still too early to know what a U.S.-U.K. trade pact would look like before Britain has even finished breaking away from the European Union. But the two countries are moving quickly to strengthen ties. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and British Secretary of State for International Trade Liam Fox met Wednesday ahead of a meeting this week in Washington where the two countries are expected to unveil a joint brochure to bolster trade between the two countries. The document will provide a list of resources for improving business ties between the U.S. and U.K. The U.K. is an attractive market for an expansion of U.S. ag exports like poultry and beef, but U.S. negotiators will want Britain to adopt less restrictive import policies than it's accustomed to in the E.U. Kansas lawmakers calling for help as drought grips the state again. Drought is again menacing Kansas farmers and ranchers that suffered massive wildfires last year. And Kansas lawmakers are asking the USDA for all the help it can give. Senators Pat Roberts and Jerry Moran and Representative Roger Marshall sent a letter Friday to USDA Chief Sonny Perdue thanking him for the assistance already being provided in the form of FSA loans, but also asking for more. Kansas Governor Jeff Coyler has already declared drought in all 105 counties of the state. Cattle are always threatened by severe drought, and ranchers often find themselves scrambling for food and water for the animals. To alleviate the situation, the lawmakers are asking Purdue to allow for emergency haying and grazing of Conservation Reserve program lands. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.